0: This is the Sunday Worship Podcast. Hello and welcome to Sunday Worship. I'm Sam Davidson. It's great to join with you today. On Sunday Worship this week, we're going to be highlighting International Development Week. And our guest speaker is Violet Ruria, who is from the International Development Team at Territorial Headquarters. Oh Lord, you are the gathering one who calls us into community with each other to love and work, to support and heal. You are the gathering one who calls us into community with all people to bring justice and hope, freedom and truth. You are the gathering one who calls us into community with the whole creation to live in harmony, to cherish and renew. Let us worship the God who makes us one. Lord, help us to look beyond what is familiar and comfortable to those outside of our geographical locations and familiar bonds and recognise ourselves as members of our global community, interconnected as children of God. Lord, when we show love for one another, help us to reflect your love into the world and express a commitment to selflessness. Heavenly Father, give us a heart of generosity and help us to hold possessions lightly, trusting in your bountiful grace and faithfulness. God, fill our hearts with love and compassion for those we know and for those we will never meet. We pray that communities will be strengthened to support each other and stand against injustice. Lord help us to celebrate diversity whilst embracing unity mighty God empower us that our actions reflect the faith we proclaim may our hearts be moved to compassion and our hands be ready to serve let our lives reflect your love showing that our faith is alive through our deeds amen
1: It's International Development Week, and today is International Development Sunday, an opportunity to explore, celebrate, and support the great work of the Salvation Army, tackling poverty and injustice around the world. This year's theme is Global Community, exploring what it means to consider all people part of our community not just those within our geographical location or shared interests. We will also reflect on the idea that church has the potential and the responsibility to be community at its best. Loving, serving, inclusive and generous, transcending ethnic, cultural and racial divide. International projects may feel distant from our daily reality here in the UK and island territory, and talking about the Salvation Army supporting communities around the world can perhaps seem impersonal, but in practice it is the opposite. Partnerships are the foundation of all of these projects that come under the Salvation Army banner, and those partnerships are formed of human relationships. In my 12th year serving as a program advisor, I have often experienced how God connects communities through the work of the Salvation Army. In a very recent visit to the south of Tanzania, I was reminded that the presence of the Salvation Army Corps within a very remote rural and a forgotten village called Sasiaka in Ilembo is indeed the organism that God uses to advance his kingdom of peace, reconciliation and justice. My visit connected the reality of the communities in rural Tanzania and the Salvation Army here in the UK and Ireland, because we are partners with a common vision to improve the lives of the people, not only financially, but socially and spiritually. Much of the work of international development reflects the idea that we are a global community. There are challenges, of course. There is a painful history that adds complexity to how we work and influences relationships. This must not be ignored, but acknowledged and addressed with sensitivity and humility. Viewing international development not as a pity, but as partnership embraces the idea of global community. We are all connected by the products we buy and choices we make which impact our world. The concept of a global community considers that despite our physical distance and the man-made borders that divide us, we are in fact connected. And with effort, we can be community with one another. Jesus demonstrated and advocated for compassion for all people, and he challenged prejudice. When he was asked, who is my neighbor? He told a story that broadened people's thinking.
2: Luke 10, 25 to 37. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life?
1: The Good Samaritan, the compassion parable as it is sometimes known, essentially presents four characters. The traveler who finds himself as a result of injustice in need of help. The robbers who are the personification of that injustice. The priests and Levite, religious leaders of the traveler's own community who passing by who represent the self-interested religious, and the Samaritan who defies expectations and selflessly gives his time and resources to care for someone seemingly so different from himself. For some of us, this story may have become so familiar that we've forgotten just how radical it was at the time. To frame a Samaritan as a good guy would almost certainly have drawn gasps from the listening crowd. Religious differences between Jews and Samaritans, coupled with historical conflict, would have led many Jewish people to hold deep seated prejudice against Samaritans, and vice versa. The expert of the law presents Jesus with a follow-up question. Who is my neighbor? This gives Jesus the opportunity to share a story of a good Samaritan who did not let cultural or national differences stop him from helping a stranger. This story highlights that neighborliness goes beyond geographical boundaries. At first look, the lesson from this parable could simply be about showing compassion to those in need. It certainly teaches that being empathetic to those in distress is what God wants to see from us. But we must go beyond that. Providing care without forming relationships is not community. It comes back to the idea of partnership, not pity. This is why the Salvation Army's international projects do not simply involve the transfer of funds, It is why we partner on projects in places where the Salvation Army has a presence, where they are part of the community. This means people who will be impacted by a project are involved in planning conversation and the decision-making process. Pursuing partnership also encourages us to embrace accountability and recognizes that we can learn from one another. A single country or culture does not hold all knowledge or experience. We can be so enriched when we listen, share and learn from those who differ from us. Just consider the impact of our world if we viewed ourselves as members of a global community. And isn't this where the church should be leading the way? The church was not intended to be insular, self-serving and exclusive. Jesus, while on earth, modeled an example of love and he spent time in conversations, in community, and often with those that other people had rejected. The early church too exemplifies the loving, generous, and inclusive nature of church as community. I recently saw a social media post that defined church as the people of God, sometimes gathered in a building, more often scattered in the world. I like this. It emphasizes that church is not bound by bricks and mortar. Of course, a physical place can facilitate the mission of the church, but it is the people who do the mission. It is the people who are God's hands and feet on earth. It is the people who form deep and lasting relationships with one another that can lead to transformation. We may be scattered, but we are connected. The parable of the Good Samaritan reminds us that the boundaries of our love and service should know no limits. The church can shine as a beacon of community at its best embodying love, service, inclusivity, and generosity, not only for our local congregation, but for the entire world. Together, as members of this global community, we can make a profound difference in the lives of others and truly fulfill our calling as followers of Christ.
0: Father God, we pray for our world. We pray for peace and hope to abound. Many people are afflicted by natural disasters, floods, droughts, and forest fires, by conflict, poverty. In challenging times such as these, help us to turn to you as our source of strength and hope. Merciful Lord, we ask for your peace to be with those who are suffering from griefs and hardships in all kinds of trials. We pray that they would come to know your comfort and provision. In Jesus' name. Amen. Our thanks go to Violet for bringing God's word to us today. And thanks to you for joining us on Sunday worship. Thank you and God bless.